1: This program was recorded for broadcast at this time. Welcome to What's the Score? A series solely dedicated to the support of Central Florida small business and entrepreneurs. Donated as a community service by Salem Media Group. And now let's head into the Rich Jekyll Score Studio with Christopher Hart and Lucy Polito. Hello, and welcome to What's the Score, the show designed to help you come up with that winning combination for your business. And as usual, for our business here today, we've got a winning combination for you because it's always a winning combination when it starts off with the award winning Lucy Polito leading off the lineup. How are you doing, Lucy?
0: I am terrific. How about you doing? How are you doing?
1: Not bad. Not bad. Yeah. I am Christopher Hart of the American Adversaries Radio show, but this show is all about score and everything score has to offer and everything score's got going on. And as I always tell you, ladies and gentlemen, scores always got something going on and I got a big to- do coming up here in just a few weeks. we're going to be telling you about here in just a moment. but you know score has been around, oh gosh, going on 60 years now, I think, and they've always been oh, there, I'm sorry.
0: It's more like like 62, 63 years. Oh,
1: gosh. Time flies, doesn't it? And they've been there from the start for entrepreneurs nationwide now with score offices all over the place. And, of course, a great score office right here in Central Florida, an award-winning score office here in Central Florida uh, that Lucy has been a part of for quite a while now as well. And they are there. To help you succeed, ladies and gentlemen, they have all the expertise and they've they've been there, done that type stuff, and all you have to do is seek out their help. And a, a great way to introduce yourself and meet some people at SCORE is this event I just mentioned coming up September the 13th, right, Lucy, the BizFest.
0: Yes, correct. And we're looking forward to seeing many of you there. Uh, take advantage of that. You get to meet I know a lot of people, and we'll have uh, some interesting uh, speakers. So, you know, it's a free event, so come on over.
1: All right, and that is going to be September the 13th, and it will be held at the Orlando Fashion Square Mall, which is where the, the SCORE offices are located, on the west end there, just off of McGuire, plenty of free parking. And uh, you know what? So, I'm sorry, go ahead.
0: I think there is going to be a charge, but it'll be a minimal charge. I wouldn't even say how much, because now I don't think I know exactly how much it's going to be. But it'll be minimal, as always.
1: Yeah. And by the way, you can go to the SCORE website, orlando.score.org, to get your tickets. And once again, that's September the 13th. Biz Fest is what it's called. And it will be a live event there. And it will start officially at 10 o'clock. The doors will open at 9 so uh, come on in, get registered ahead of time, so it simplifies that process, and, and get ready for a great networking opportunity and, and a way to get acquainted with the SCORE folks if you haven't already. And as she said, there will be speakers there, there will be interactive conversations and, uh, with the speakers, and it's always you know, well attended, and it will go on into the evening. It's an all-day event. And uh, they usually cap it off with a, a nice little get-together afterwards. So uh, please get your tickets, once again, at orlando.score.org. If you have questions, uh, perhaps, about that event or perhaps a business question, you'd like to speak to a SCORE volunteer, you can call them at 407-420-4844. That's their number in the Entrepreneur Center offices there, uh, SCORE offices in the Entrepreneur Center, 407 420 Four eight four four, And once again, that website, Orlando.score.org. And, of course, the BizFest is just one of the bigger events that they do annually, uh, that event annually. But they also have things going on every day, basically webinars. They also have uh, the workshops, the basic workshops, five basic workshops about how to start a business and uh, set it up to succeed. And they also have the Coffee with, Coffee with the Leader presentations twice a month. All of that you find at Orlando.score.org, and if you sign up for the newsletter, you will get alerts as to everything that's getting ready to happen and plenty of time for you to sign up to take advantage of it uh, when they occur. So uh, please do all of that, and remember, unless it's a ticket for an event like BizFest, everything that you're going to get at SCORE comes at the inflation-proof price. you got to say it again, Lucy, is how much?
0: Uh, you know, I, I hate to say this word every every week, but <laughs> I have to. It is free.
1: Absolutely. No charge. Thanks to grants and sponsors. And, of course, uh, SCORE is a nonprofit organization. And if you would like to be a volunteer, if you would like to make a contribution, you can find out about how to do all of those things at Orlando.score.org, where also there is an archive of the radio shows that we've been doing here, oh, sorry, I think about eight years now or something. We're going to have to go back and take a look to be sure how long we've been doing this show. Yeah. But uh, once again, it's all about getting out information to help uh, businesses and entrepreneurs succeed. So we hope we've done that a little bit over the years. We know SCORE has done it a lot. Uh, but that brings us to our guest today because she is an entrepreneur. And her name is Marlene Bonzil Just. Marlene, thank you for being with us today.
2: Good afternoon, Chris. Good afternoon, Lucy, and everyone else. It is a pleasure to be now. <laughs>
1: um, I don't recall you being on the show before. Have you been? It is my very first time, Chris. Okay. All right. Uh, Well, first of all, the way we do it is we like to find out a little bit something about yourself. This would be kind of like a resume type thing. Like even where were you born and went to school and what did you do after school? Kind of the things that led you up to what you're doing now, which is what we're going to focus on later on. Sure,
2: sure, sure. Thank you. Again, thank you for the opportunity um, I am a migrant. I migrated here from Haiti, from the beautiful island of Haiti. I was about 11 years old when I came directly here to Orlando on the 4th of July, that is. Wow. So there was a lot of celebration happening around us. Um, so it was a very great day to actually, for my family and I to come and celebrate that day as we made our entrance be to become, um, to call this our new home. From there, I grew up in Orlando, went to school here, wrapped up uh, middle school, did my whole entire high school here. I actually graduated from um, a local high school named Maynard Evans High School, so I'm in, uh, that's my alma mater. Um, from there, I left the beautiful, sunny, sunny you know, state of Florida, went and moved to Massachusetts, did my undergrad there and started my family in New Jersey to spend some time there and um, came back to Orlando because my family has always been here. So Orlando has always been, you know, my home, away from home. So came back here, did my grad in healthcare administration, which is one of the reasons why that led me to this particular industry that I'm in.
1: Okay, interesting. Lucy, go ahead. No, I
0: was going to say you went
2: for the snow. Man. I know, this- I know. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what. At that point, it was a matter of, I, I, I had my my very, very deep interest in um, healthcare, in science, and I had this opportunity to actually have a full ride at, at this private institution in Massachusetts. And I knew nobody else. I had no family members. So I was just that much of, of you know, I saw the opportunity, I went for it, the doors were open, and it was a great experience. Beside the snowstorm, I had a lovely time in, in Massachusetts. I was at a town called Fitchburg, um, uh, which is about 45 minutes or so from Boston.
1: Oh, yeah, there's, so that <laughs> yeah. area of the country is just steeped in the history of the country, right? With the buildings and everything, yeah, yes. and the history.
2: Oh, it is gorgeous there, very wonderful. yes. Definitely, definitely.
1: Interesting. Well, uh, what made you decide to be an entrepreneur?
2: Uh, It's always been in my blood. Um, You know, sales um, has always been an area that I enjoy meeting different people, being able to provide solutions for them. So in my professional journey, I came across several times in different positions and different roles that I, I would play wherein I felt limited to the services I was able to render, wherein it was a client or a company, so on and so forth. So I got to the point where I was brave enough to say, hey, I want to you know, throw myself out there and, and put my own project out there and no longer be limited to how I wanted to serve and how I wanted to create and show up in the world.
1: Lucy, I see you're nodding your head because you hear this a lot, I'm well, sure. <laughs> yeah, I was
0: just, you know, that's everybody's goal, I guess. They're, everybody, whether they admit it or not, or whether they do it or not, everybody wants to be in their own business. They want to run their own show. Uh, so it's always interesting, you know, and some people uh, do take the shot and, and do it. And All some right. of them just always wish it. And, uh, you know, yeah. they, they're they brave enough to
2: take the risk. And, and it's always it's always a risk, no question. So absolutely. Absolutely. absolutely I totally agree and and for me, one of the catalysts that actually pushed me um to actually move forward was you know hearing it over and over from you know my superiors managers that would come up to me and say hey you know you're giving so much more than what your position is is requiring of you and the ideas that the concept that you have so I would hear it you know several times and and I felt brave enough like we said um to take that risk that that leap of faith right and I went for it
1: yep. were either uh, of your parents entrepreneurs
2: Uh, Actually, no, neither one of them. They're both professionals. Uh, My my dad is in finance and my mother is more of a customer relations. That's always been her background. So no, um, this was, uh, but nonetheless, I think to your point, Chris, which is a great question that you raised. I think some of the elements that still helped me to to push myself out there and and consider that path is the discipline that I saw in my parents especially my dad um he you know he enjoyed working he enjoyed giving back to, or contributing to his community and of course being able to be a true provider to his family he would come back home and share with us stories um as far as you know his interaction with different clients and 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 the meaning of hard working and how well that was able to make a direct impact on 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 my siblings and i so i think those aspects of me watching him day you know day in and day out stayed with me and and, and still was a, a part of the reason why that I was pushed to actually go in that, into that direction.
1: Oh, well, thank you for saying that. And you timed it perfectly because yes. we have to take a break and we'll come back on the other side with more from Marlene Bonziel-Juice of Top Choice Medical Transport. You can visit their website at TC Medical Transport and you spell medical transport out TCMedicalTransport.com. We'll be right back. telling your friends and family about the show. That's the beauty of radio, ladies and gentlemen. The word spreads word of mouth, literally. All right, so uh, I am Christopher Hart along with Lucy Polito, Our guest today, Marlene Bonziel-Joust, and she is the founder and CEO of Top Choice Medical Transport, tcmedicaltransport.com, spell out medical transport just as they are, and uh, we were just talking about how she became an entrepreneur, had the spirit in her, and it was uh, fed by her parents, her father in particular, and, and nurtured. And now you're in the medical transport business. So as you became an entrepreneur, you said you came from the sales field. Um, how did you settle on this particular type of business?
2: Where well, initially, when I became an entrepreneur, Chris, um, I, will, I launched what's called a medical consultation, which is still actually active. And what that allowed me to do was to be almost of a middleman, if you want to call it, to um, industries such as any healthcare industries such as uh, um, chiros or medical specialists who had as their client or as their patient or individuals who were involved in in, um, car accidents. So that was really the birth of my entrepreneurship um, that started about 10 years ago. Now fast forward, um, what led me to the medical transportation industry? So let me educate um, the listeners a bit. The field or the industry itself is called non-emergency medical transportation. So if you're thinking about emergency medical transport, like EMS, your paramedics, et cetera. So we offer a transport similar vehicles like they do. We do not administer any type of um, health care or or health services to them while we're transporting them. So this is why it's called non-emergency medical transport. So that covers anywhere from stretchers, wheelchair, and ambulatory. So what led me and my my partner to actually go into that industry personally for me was my grandmother. So a couple of years prior to the launch of Top Choice Medical Transport, um, I witnessed my grandmother who at that point was um, being taken care of by one of my aunts who would... Uh, the, towards the latter part of her of her years, she was fully bedbound and she had to be um to undergo dialysis um services and I would you know watch my aunt get up early in the morning, four o'clock in the morning to get herself ready to get my grandmother ready and to be waiting for a non emergency transport company to come and pick them up only to be left hours and no one will show up. And, you know, my aunt will call me and call other family members pleading to just help, to help her out, to just find out other resources. And it was scarce. So at that point, I was really, I didn't have any knowledge at that point to the non-emergency transport industry. I didn't know what that entails. I didn't know who exactly usually contact those particular companies, if they were associated with, the healthcare provider or the hospital. So I did not have any knowledge. So, but I was part of the the, the frustration and, and the anger that my aunt had and what she had to face several times with my grandmother, who unfortunately she, ha- she depended on non-emergency. So for me, that was my why that opened up my eyes and, and got me um, to inquire and do market research to truly understand how big the need was in our community.
1: Boy, you just, you just, that was, uh, if Rich was here, that would be music to his ears. You did the market research to see if it was uh, going to be, just because uh-huh. you had gone through this, you wanted to see how big of an issue or how big of a problem that needed a solution. Lucy, you were going to say? Absolutely.
0: You know, I was just thinking that many businesses are founded because of our own personal needs, uh, and uh, this is a perfect example of that. There uh, is something, there was a need, and and you found the way to down the road service an awful lot of other people. So, it's, you know, it's funny how sometimes businesses are born in that fashion.
2: You know, absolutely, absolutely.
1: So, yeah, you, you you did the market research. You saw that there was definitely a need. So how did you take that knowledge and put these vehicles on the road?
2: Sure. So I took it even further. So I started really paving the the ground, um, going to different um, networking events where I knew there were going to be Um, individuals from the hospitals, their decision makers, um, um, C-suite individuals there to really even hear from them directly what the hospitals are facing. Because quite often they have, uh, you know, X amount of patients that need to be discharged um, for that day. And again, they face the same issue themselves. So this is even further greater than just, you know, Regular community individuals who are just there, regular residents, but even on a corporate level, as hospitals as well locally here, um, they're faced with the same um, similar issues, just lack of non-emergent um, transportation for their patients who are being discharged. So what I did as um, from there, when I knew I had enough um, data and information to back up my what what led me to move forward towards this industry, I then contacted uh, uh, the different counties where we were interested to operate, one of them being Orange County. Um, i got in communication with the health department here who governs that particular um, um industry locally and find out what 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 i needed what were the requirements what what was it that we needed just to get on the road to make sure that we were within compliance and make sure that we were doing things right
1: well they would have provided you with the regulation the regulatory advice but uh but i'm 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 that's very helpful but I'm also wondering uh how did you actually get to save the money to to buy vehicles or to lease vehicles uh, uh, how did you seek the financing because that always seems to be a stickler and of course yeah. history tells us it's been it's been that much more difficult for women in particular yeah. so how did you deal with That's
2: that it. that is true where I was fortunate uh, well, by two by two by two elements the number one was Again, I was already, you know, consulting. I had a business that had some funds and were savings. And also, I have my husband as well, who um, was another source. And he was also the we have to co-found this particular um, company. So we actually went straight to our own savings. We did not want to start by obtaining a loan. We wanted to start the ground up, just at our own pace. And we went straight to our savings and pulled into the business, and had enough money to actually start with two vans. Um, we financed those vans, and then we went ahead and we purchased equipment. We got our office space, so we went, we 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 did the bootstrapping way. We went by did, our own savings.
0: You did it slowly.
2: You didn't. We did plan. it slowly. Absolutely. I, I, I believe in having that type of foundation when you're starting a new business in a new industry is, is definitely the wiser way to go.
0: And you probably had a business plan and everything because it appears to me you are very uh, organized and you know exactly what the next steps are going to be. So that's terrific.
2: Correct. And having gone through this with my consulting um, um, firm, I learned to not make certain mistakes. So you know, initially I, you know, had the CPA, had the attorney. So we con- we, we consulted with them, um, shared the business plan with them, and have different eyes look at it from different angle, just to be able to see that if we were on the right path and starting from the ground.
0: I have a question. Your your services. Are they both for or from hospitals and or if I were to get sick, God forbid, and I needed transportation, uh, you know, sometimes, and I know a number of people who need to go for dialysis or something, and they have to go weekly or monthly or whatever. Uh, you would provide that service?
2: Absolutely. And great question. So let me elaborate very much. So we provide Solution to anyone with limited mobility. And that would include um, elderly people who are being discharged from the hospital, regardless of your age, um, handicapped, or someone without a specialty vehicle or any vehicle at all. You know, we've had individuals who just don't have a vehicle of their own and they're getting discharged or they need to go to a doctor's appointment and they need our services. They need to get to dialysis. Um, services, and they, they call up on us as well. So anyone with limited mobility or no mobile, no, no vehicle. Okay, that's yeah. good. Yep, yep, yep.
1: Okay. Once again, we're speaking with Marlene Bonzil joust of Top Choice Medical Transport. That's TCmedicaltransport.com. You spell medical transport out completely. TCmedicaltransport.com. And I take it if uh, any of our listeners are out there listening now and they need these services, that's where they can go to find out how to get them.
2: Absolutely, on our website it provides you thorough information about our, our, our list of services. There's a um, a link right on the homepage where you could click there and say that you want to request uh, a transport. You simply um, input basic information as to when you want to secure or to schedule the transport, what your pickup and your drop-off location, and you get a, a response the same day. Um, or you can just give us a call. <laughs> yes.
1: Okay. So that's the very necessary. And, and the phone number again. Phone, phone number please.
2: Four zero seven. Uh huh. Our phone number is four zero seven two three three. 4, 4, 2, 1. Again, 407-233-4421. 3, 3, 4,
1: 4, okay. And once again, timed out perfectly as we're up against another break right here as well. But we will be coming back to continue the conversation with Marlene Bonziel-Joust of Top Choice Medical Transport. That's tcmedicaltransport.com or 407-233-4421. And we will be right back with more on What's the Score. And we're back once again with What's the Score. And thank you once again for tuning in. We really do appreciate it. Along with Lucy Polito and myself, Christopher Hart, our guest today, Marlene bonziel juiced of Top Choice Medical Transport, Tc Medicaltransport.com, a non emergency medical transport company. And if you need their services, please do go to the website or give them a call at four zero seven two three three four four two one. And uh, Marlene, you told us earlier that you started the, the business that sort of led you to this um that you still have about ten years ago. Is that did I get hear that right?
2: The, the consulting was the consulting. years ago, but Top Choice yes. Medical Transport was actually born in the heart of COVID, Well, so that July was, 2020.
1: Well, you anticipated my question, because that's if it was going to be before COVID, it would be, how did you deal with COVID? But how did you deal with COVID, starting it right in the middle of it? Because it, in some ways, it seems like there might have been more opportunities there. In some ways, it seems like there'd be less. So how did it actually work?
2: Indeed. 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 So... We obviously did not anticipate COVID. We did not anticipate for such a calamity to our fate. But um, so my husband and I, when we decided that we were actually going to launch um, Top Choice, um that was you know the talk and all the elements, all the preparation was back in twenty I mean, twenty nineteen. So obviously uh, when you know the 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 all the ducks started to actually fall into their places and we had all the elements necessary to launch, it just so happened that it took place right in the heart of, of, of COVID in July twenty twenty. But to your point, Chris, yes, um it was a a, a good problem. Um, for us, although it was unfortunate of all the elements that were going on um, in the world, and even for our own family, um, that that brought a lot of um, you know stress and, and and anxiety. But for the business, we were very very fortunate to have been right in the heart of of fire and be a solution to to those that we were serving. So we were part of 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 the group of individuals, men and women, who were out there um assisting people toward toward this particular um you know time in our lives. You were probably very busy at the time, I bet. We certainly were. We certainly were. And it it literally was at the beginning, it was just my husband and I. Um, we could not at that point hire drivers yet. We didn't have anybody else. So we were really out there um you know trying to protect ourselves as best as possible. Cause I have two kids at home. So coming back home to that um, you know, just trying to make sure that we protect ourselves um while we were um administering and serving a lot of COVID patients as transports. Yes. You know, there's risk in everything, right? Um, and that's one of the things that you brought up, Lucy, earlier on. Um, when you decide to go in business, you gotta you gotta take everything as they come and and, and try to woe you know, ride along through that and be able to provide your service as much as you can. It's interesting.
0: Timing is also every. Sometimes timing is perfect. Uh, yes, and, indeed. And it, the timing was very good for this business at that yes. time.
2: Yes, ma'am, it was.
1: <laughs> yeah, I forget who said it, but the saying went, uh, "Timing is everything in life." Right, <laughs> and I've always been a little bit too early or too late. <laughs> but you hit it right on, uh, right on the on the money there so to speak. But, you know, a lot of people were even frightened just to go out of their homes. And I'm talking about healthy people were frightened just to go out of their homes because of the nature of how it was all coming down on us. Let me just put it that way. Um, but did you uh, I, I mean, obviously, you, you, you said you were protecting yourself and your husband must have, must have talked about it. But did you at some point come to the conclusion that you would be a, you would be safe doing what you did? You must have.
2: Well, you know what? Yeah, we, we, we just put our best foot Uh Of course, we, we did go forward and, and get vaccinated and, and move forward with having all the gears necessary. And we had that understanding as well with the different facilities that we were serving uh, as far as having the right gears and the masks and, and, and all the different elements that we needed to, to protect ourselves. But um, this was something that we were willing to... Um, face and and take a risk on and because we believe we believe in what we were we were providing to this underserved market. So and we knew that it was necessary and we could not back away from it at that point. So we, we went we went head on.
1: Here's right. as though the two of you came through with flying colors as it were. Yes. And um so so you really got off to to a great start. Um and then I take it because you have built up these relationships that those that, that that sort of momentum can has been con- continuing.
2: That is correct. Yes. and and you know with relationship, you always have to continue to um, provide solution and, and, and make sure that you um, you know you, you, you take care of them, right? Meaning that you we stay in communication with decision makers, we continue to educate them on any changes that's going on. Um, with the industry and be able to to bottom line provide um, provide what it is that they're looking to receive and to facilities such as hospitals their main their main focus is being able to really make sure that once a patient is ready to be discharged that the patient gets to go home. No one wants to be sitting in the hospital when there's no other care um, that it's to be provided to them. So. Um, hospitals, you know, they depend on our company to be able to answer such, such need.
0: So are your clients are hospitals more so than individuals versus if I got sick or something and I wanted to be going to the doctor or something,
2: could I call you for that? hundred percent. Great question. Um, so yes, it's 50, 50. So we do provide our services. Half half of our service is mostly provided to facilities as a whole, not just hospitals. So skilled nursing, assisted living, so on and so forth, independent living. But yes, so we also have half of our um clients per se are people that we consider um who just calls us on their own or looking to get um transport to the doctor's appointment or to dialysis appointment. So yes, hundred oh. percent. We treat both groups just the same. Nursing homes also. Nursing homes, absolutely. Yeah.
1: Yes, and what, what, like geographic area do you serve? Because I mean, that must have come into your, your business model as well. I would imagine.
2: Correct, correct. So our headquarters is on the west side of Orlando. Um, of, of if you're familiar to Orlando, the word is called Kirkman. So that's where we are centralized. Mm-hmm. However, we service Orange, Osceola. County, um, Seminole, um, these are mostly or pretty much central Florida is our focus area. However, we do cover the entire state of Florida. So we've actually picked up people from South Florida. from inside. So we, we've done all of Florida pretty much.
1: Wow. Ooh. Sounds like you've expanded over these last few years.
2: Yes, indeed. So the past well three years now, um, we've grown our team. So we're now a team of ten. So it makes that very feasible to actually have you know people on the ground and and be able to extend our reach. As a result,
1: all right, fantastic. So go ahead.
2: Yes, thank you.
1: Yes, Lucy. To find
0: clients, uh, do you uh, do you have a lot of Is it mostly hospitals nursing homes um i don't know doctors um who are
2: your clients so prime if i were to just do it on a um, um i guess list per se so top will be the hospital groups um then will be those homes like skilled nursing nursing homes independent living and then we put the other group would be the individuals who are just seeking, you know, transport on their own to and for doctor's appointment. So these are the three groups, if we were to categorize them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's what I thought. But we, yes.
1: We are speaking with the CEO of Top Choice Medical Transport, Marlene Bonziel-Joust, and you can find them at tcmedicaltransport.com, spell out medical transport, tcmedicaltransport.com. You can also call Marlene at 407-233-4421, 407-233-4421. Have you had difficulty finding employees?
2: Oh, that's a very good question. I'll in the rest of the world. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh... Staffing obviously post 2020, post-COVID, has been a different element. Um so what has worked um you know favorably for us is really word of mouth. So our drivers or or helpers or staff has referred other people to our to our um company to work and and, and just enjoy that that type of thing. So that has been the most successful. Um, ways for, that we've been able to grow our, our team, um, because everything else, even if you do something to Indeed, where where you have a paid campaign and, and individuals go in and they try to register, you know, sign up, et cetera, But we find it difficult to to uh, or challenging to find um, people that way. So the success to for us has been just other um, employees just actually refer their friends or their family. Um, to come and work
1: all right, excellent, <laughs> and then uh presumably they come with the experience that they would need in those cases, since it's sort oh, of that in that absolutely. people absolutely. in the field sort of speak yes. yeah yeah okay,
2: that is correct, that is correct. We have a strict um background um requirement that that we adhere to, and we we stand behind just to ensure that it's both for the sake of of you know the staff and for the sake of those we serve that people aligned with the requirements and what's necessary in order for them to fulfill this job.
1: Okay. And once again, you timed it out just right because uh, we're up against the break again. But once again, we'll be back to speak with Marlene Bonziel-Joust a little bit more. And you can go to, in the meantime, tcmedicaltransport.com if you need her services, their services, or know someone who does. And we all, I think, do or soon will uh, probably. tcmedicaltransport.com, tcmedicaltransport.com, 407 233 4421. So please stay with us because we'll be right back with more of What's the Score? the score thanks again for tuning in ladies and gentlemen and before we get back to the conversation with lucy Polito, myself christopher hart and marlene Bonzil, juice of top choice medical transport i'd just like to remind you that one reason why this show is still on the air is because it gets results ladies and gentlemen and you can get results via radio too Just go to Salem Surround, or the folks at Salem Surround. You can go to surroundorlando.com to contact them, and they can help you out with your messaging, whether it be over the airwaves, like what we're doing here, but also over the Internet, which you can listen to this show over the Internet as well, or you can just focus on the Internet social media platforms that you prefer that work best for you. And the people who know all about that are the people at Salem Surround. So go to surroundorlando.com. To contact them, they are local here, but they know their way around the world wide web. That's surroundorlando.com. Or you can call Salem Media Group Orlando at 407-618-1760, 407-618-1760. And please tell them you heard all about it on What's the Score? Okay, uh, back to Marlene. Uh, Marlene, uh, by the way, uh, do you have uh, 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 social media platforms or or other places other than your website where people can visit you, find out more?
2: Uh, Absolutely, Chris. So um, people can follow us on Facebook, Top Choice Medical Transport. Also on LinkedIn. So we're very active on social media. This is a good way you could keep up with us because we come up in the community. We do different events um, to educate the, the community to what it is that we that we provide, but also other um, resources that there may not be preview of. So please follow us. And if we happen to have a, an event in your area, come on and say hi.
1: Lucy, I see you nodding your head. Do you have a question?
2: Well, I was just thinking, you know, there was
0: one time when I was going to be a, when I first arrived in Orlando, I was going to be a volunteer to take people that needed transportation to go to the doctor or to, or to the hospital. That didn't work out too well for me because, you know, I, I had to take one person one time who was had cancer and she gets in my car and she says, can I smoke? And I thought, what? You have? She had lung cancer and she wanted to smoke. And I said, no, you can't smoke in my car. And I thought, I'm not doing this because I don't think I can handle this. So it was interesting. I was just thinking about that, you know. Uh, you know, carrying people that, that have a need for medical. I'm sure you've had, have you ever had someone who's, uh, you're transporting and there's been an emergency, the person gets ill or something right on the spot while well, you have uh, them in your automobile or whatever,
2: Means of transportation. There is, <clears throat> sure. So yes, that, that's had we've had that 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 situation before. So our staff they're well trained in in first first aid and and um CPR. So the, those particular instances, which has been only a couple of them, um to be honest, they were able to just administer a little bit of first aid and. Um, got them through the the location where we were to take them. So it was fairly um, something we were able to handle without any any problem. But you know, if there there can be situations such as that when you are in the non-emergent um, world. Um, you know, someone who's been discharged can be good that morning, and they got all the clearance by the medical staff to go. And by the time we come, they schedule it for that later afternoon, and Anything can happen. This is why, Lucy, every single transport is different. Even though, you know, this could be somebody who's on, who seem normal on the outside, but because they are an individual, they're different from the rest of the world, it could be a total different element uh, during the transport. So should there be um, that scenario, you know, or staff, again, well-trained, first aid CPR, but if it's there anything that's outside from a non-emergent mm-hmm. level They know that we just basically call nine one one so that way that patient or that client get um, services immediately. Yeah,
1: all right, makes sense. You started all of this by doing your homework. You did the marketing uh, survey, basically study. Uh, I I presume that you're probably still doing that sort of thing. So, what uh, are you projecting? Because obviously, you know, as the population ages and uh there are more needs for this sort of thing i would presume sure. especially in florida in general and central florida in particular that uh you better be prepared for a lot more growth
2: absolutely chris yes it is it is a good problem for us to be to be able to face in this industry and yes we continue to keep uh, our hands on the pulse right um just to know what's what's changing in the community beside the population growth that we have, the elderly population growth, but we also have a general growth here in Central Florida. If you've seen um, the change that has happened, how the state market itself is booming here as a result of an influx of people who are moving currently in Central Florida. So all these individuals, whether or not they're an elderly or not, they, they you know, are potential um, clients or patients um, um, for individuals such as ourselves. So um, yeah it is something we're keeping we're keeping a, a close eye on and just to really understand um how us we should be scaling our business how we should be looking into um, adding on more adding on to our fleet and also to our staff so we we we're making sure that we stay on top of those of those um results one question when when you talk about medical transport
0: does that mean you you have vans with Oxygen or emergency stuff, immediate emergency. You have equipment like that with your
2: transportation. Uh, okay. We- yeah. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Great question. So under the non-emergent emergency um, transport umbrella, we we also have, we we can in fact carry the oxygen with us. But um, you do not need all, other type of equipment beside you know uh, spill kit or uh, first kit. Steel uh, steel steel and and of- and it most and type of um, type first of, uh, aid element, there's no aid. other need of other medical equipment. Now, our vans are specialty vans, obviously. They have, you know, the the lift. They have the um, stretcher web, So all of those, um, they are well um, equipped when it comes to the different transports that we do.
1: Okay. Uh, well, once again, top choice medical transport for non-emergency medical transportation, com. You spell out medical medicaltransport.com trans- at and tcmedicaltransport.com. And the phone number, 407-233-4421, 407-233-4421. I got to think that your father, your parents are awful proud of you.
2: Indeed. Indeed, they are. And I get to, you know... Um, share or or stories and, and and share with them um, the the path and and the growth that we've had because they are local. We are they are about twenty minutes away from my house, so we we they get to see um, us doing well. So they are they are in fact very proud.
1: You want to give them a shout out real quick?
2: <laughs> so uh, this is for you, Mom Yoli, and my dad Mark, but also. I'm also going to go ahead and shout out Waslin, who is our beloved grandmother, who has now passed at the age of 97 years old. So, Waslin, this is for you since you are the person who have led us to actually move forward and started this non-emergency transportation company. Love
1: you. Very good. Very good. Okay, uh, just a couple things here. Um, Once again, com is the website. You spell medical transport out. You can also call them at 407-233-4421, 407-233-4421. This is one of those phone numbers that I call, the, these are the refrigerator phone numbers that you need to have on the side of your refrigerator when either you or somebody you know needs it, right? Like 911, if you need to have that on your refrigerator after all, but and of course, the you know, but you know what I mean? So uh, I'll give it to you again 4072334421 for top choice medical transport. And then don't forget, BizFest coming up on Wednesday, September the 13th. Ladies and gentlemen, get your tickets. Find out more about it at Orlando.Score.org. We'd love to see you there. Doors are going to open at 9 a.m. The event begins officially at 10. There will be speakers all day long. And uh, all of it is going to be right there at the SCORE offices in the National Entrepreneur Center. Uh, Right there in the Orlando Fashion Square Mall on the West End, just off McGuire. And there's plenty of parking there. So come on down and be a part of this great networking opportunity. And if you've never met the great folks at SCORE, here's your opportunity to do that in in a really nice setting and a really nice event. And they always cap it off with a nice social event at the end of the day. So uh, please go to orlando.score.org to get your tickets. You can also call SCORE at 407-420-4844 to find out more. Or if you have a question about a business... 407-420-4844. 407-420-4844. Marlene, we just have about a minute left. Uh, any last thoughts before we let you go?
2: Um. Yes, I invite everyone to call Top Choice Medical Transport, where we take pride in providing a superior solution to this underserved market via non-immersion medical transportation. Stretch your wheelchair ambulatory. We are your start, one stop.
1: Okay, 407-233-4421, 407 4421 tcmedicaltransport.com. Okay, and then don't forget to go to orlando.score.org, get your tickets for BizFest, and also sign up for the excellent newsletter there. And you can also visit uh, Marlene's, his Top Choices, social media platforms on, I think you said LinkedIn and Facebook? That is correct. Okay, so follow them there for a lot of more information and stuff they put up there regularly, and uh, and I think you'll be uh, very well informed and and you, let's just say you'll sleep better at night. I think. All right, well, Marlene, thanks for being with us today. We appreciate it, and we'll look forward to seeing you again on the show some some other time. Absolutely, Thank I
2: look you. forward to it. All right. Thank you, Lucy. Thank you, Chris.
1: Have a great day. All right. And you do the same. A pleasure. Okay. So get your tickets for BizFest before they sell out, ladies and gentlemen, because there are limited tickets. So BizFest, September the 13th. Get those tickets at Orlando.score.org. And until next week, that's all for What's the Score?